Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 260 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Pastor Jay. How the hell are you guys doing? Uh, it is Thursday, January 14th, 2021. Uh, happy to have you guys along for a ride. I see the OG Army starting to form, ah, starting to form up in the chat box. Uh, there's one thing I really should learn how to do better. Despite the fact that I've done voiceovers for years and done podcasting for years, I tend to stop when I fuck up. And that's not what you should be doing when you're doing a live thing. So I'm going to try to make myself a better broadcaster for you guys and not stop when I fuck up. Because you guys might not even notice the fuck up. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm exaggerating what I'm hearing, right? Anyways. Jay's <laughs> gig. How did you? Oh. All right. Two calm breaths for Jay. One. Two. There you go. I'm just too excited to be back. I missed you guys. I haven't talked to you since Sunday. I fucked things up yesterday and I was uh, about an hour away from my house and I realized I had a half hour until the show started. So uh, it didn't work out too well. But what what you going to do? Uh, we're going to have a show today. Um, dragging off saying a bit waxy tonight, bro. Dude, I'm a bit waxy every night now. Uh, I am way overdoing it and I'll be glad to go back to work uh, soon, which is not going to happen. So I'm just going to sit here and smoke way too much wax and do some great shows to you guys until March, most likely. So I'm glad you're along for the ride. <laughs> uh, today, uh, there's kind of a bummer of a day, to be honest with you. Uh, I miss my wife. I know it sounds weird, but I do. Uh, it's made much worse by our dogs. Our dogs are pitiful. They miss her very, very much. Uh, they're inconsolable. They don't want to play. They barely eat. They just mope around. They won't play with you, but if I go like sit in her chair, they'll come lie on top of me to make themselves feel better. And they're basically glued to me at night up in my bed. I don't know how the fuck she sleeps at night, to be honest with you. <clears throat> but between the dogs being depressed uh, and my workout this morning, I'm, I'm not actually in that great of a, uh, of a mood. Uh, this morning was uh, deadlifts and uh, fucking I can't do shit. Dude, once again, I'm sorry, I'm going to complain, complain to you guys about it, but my leg shit's fucking up. This is what I did this time, just because I wanted to make sure I didn't do my leg workout on Tuesday because I wanted to see what what I would how I could do on a deadlift day when I was 100% fresh, no leg workouts or anything like that, because the hex bar deadlifts that I do um, involve your legs quite a bit. And not only did I do poorly, I had to take weight off and I still did poorly. I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. I'm getting weaker in my legs, literally like I could lift more two months ago with all my leg and and. Uh, deadlift lifts that I can now and I don't know why I'm degrading so I'm kind of concerned about that and then we'll eventually go see a doctor I just don't want to do it yet because it will involve some sort of surgery and I'm tired of that shit but anyway anyways I'm not here to depress you guys uh what do you guys got going on tonight uh, as always you can call in about whatever I'm talking about or you can call in with whatever you want to talk about because I want to hear what you want to hear <laughs> if you're too shy to call in, you think you have a weird voice or anything like that, that's fine. You can type shit out in the chat box and I'll try to get to you there. Uh, keep in mind, I'm really shitty at it. So if I don't talk to you, it doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I didn't notice you. Uh, speaking of people we love, we got Jitsu, Drag, Sly. Oh, look at all the fun people in the uh, chat box today. Hopefully some of them will call in. Uh, you never know. Sometimes they're in the mood. Sometimes they're not. I can understand that. Sometimes I'm the mood in the mood to do the show and sometimes I'm not. So. <laughs> uh, other than that, I just literally did nothing all day. I watched, uh, rewatched the uh, second season of Ink Master, which I hadn't watched in a couple few years. I uh, was still ridiculously unhappy with some of the decisions that went along with that show. Uh, if you're not familiar with Ink Master, a, a whole bunch of tattoo artists live together in a house for 12 weeks, which they don't really focus on that much, by the way. You think that'd be more of a, a, a thing? Uh, if, if it wasn't more of a thing in the show, I don't really know why they bothered to do it. Cause it's not fun for the tattoo artists to live in like a house with other tattoo artists for 12 weeks and do all these tattoo challenges. Um, but quite often it seems like the wrong person moves on as opposed to getting sent home when they do shitty work. Uh, but I, I assume that's probably the same as most judging type reality shows. I don't really watch most of them. That's the only one I watch. I know there's a bazillion of them out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Most of them, you know, involving singing or dancing or or that sort of thing. Uh, but I don't watch any of those. So I'm, I don't know how often that happens. Uh, where, But on this tattoo show, it seems out quite often that uh, the person move on, moving on might not be the most talented, but just the more favored person. 
Uh, and that's, but that's, I don't know. I, that my, I just might be reading into it. Sometimes you see good tattoo artists get stuck with something they're just not good at and go home. Like they're way better than the other people they're competing with in general and had been doing better than them the entire way up in the show, but they got handed something that they just don't normally do. Um, <clears throat> and again, they, they get to make it look like an idiot. And that's exactly why the guy who does my tattoos will not go on that show. He's been invited to it multiple times. Uh, one of his friends who came in second place on season three or four or something like that. I can't remember which one. If you watch the Ink Master uh, shows, um, I can't remember which season he was on, but his, I think his name is Kyle Dunbar, a tall guy with a gigantic eye tattoo on his fucking uh, throat. So if you ever, if you follow the show, my, my, the guy who does my tattoos, good friends with him. And so he's been asked on a show uh, several times and he always says no, uh, for several reasons. Uh, and they seem to be valid ones. Uh, first off, 12 weeks is three months. Three months is a long time not to be doing your actual job making money. Uh, I've never looked into it, but I assume that the uh, tattoo artists, because, you know, they say one, one person wins $100,000, the rest of them go home empty-handed. I assume that's not entirely true. They probably get paid something for being there the 12 weeks, because otherwise, how many people could, you know, like, leave their entire life job and not get paid for three months to compete for $100,000? It seems unlikely. So I assume they get paid something, uh, but it's probably not as much as they make doing a normal tattoo job. Uh, so he's expressed the fact that he didn't want to go away from his business. Um, but the main reason he said he didn't really want to go do those type of things is what I've been talking about. He said, dude, I'm really good at a lot of shit. Uh, I, I've been tattooing. I think he's now it's like 21 years or something like this. But when I talked to him, it was like 18 or 19 years. Um, and, and he said, I'm good. I know exactly what I'm good at. He goes, but I also know what I'm not good at. I don't do those type of tattoos. Uh, I'm not going to put less than what I think is my best work on someone's skin. He goes, and you get put into that situation on that show over and over and over again on purpose. He goes, that's the entire purpose of the show is to put tattoo artists in situations, you know, and see if they can handle them. Well, he goes, I don't want to fuck up somebody's tattoo, you know, because it's not something I do well. I also don't want to be made look like an idiot on national te television. He goes, he goes, that's never great for your career. This, there are tons of tattoo artists who've went on that show and it was shitty for their career because they made got made to look like idiots. Uh, he also said there's other th things involved with it, uh, like uh, um, most of those tattoo artists don't get to use their own tattoo equipment. Uh, so it's and just all kinds of circumstances uh, that make it harder for these tattoo artists to put out their best work in anyways. So for him, it's the juice is not worth the squeeze and he's not going to compete for a hundred thousand dollars and the rest of it's just bullshit. He goes, cause you know, it's a hundred thousand dollars, an article in ink magazine and a coverted title of ink master, which is fucking, I can call myself ink master. I don't think anyone's going to come and take the title away from me. Uh, he has his work in ink magazine. So, uh, plus he's, he's uh, done a couple of their, uh, they call it like inks uh, color tour or something like that. He goes to like festivals where ink has like booths there and he does tattoos at like music festivals and other type of festivals, uh, in, uh, which is somehow involved with ink magazine in, in, in the first place. So he, he already has his work in ink magazine. So an article about him, well, uh, would be kind of cool, but it's not, not a huge boost to his career. Um, the hundred thousand dollars, while obviously really nice is not something you can take for he, not something he can think he can take three months off to, you know, go pursue. And the title of Ink Master means absolutely fucking nothing, really. <laughs> Congratulations, Sly Dog. I see you on there. You're now the Ink Master. I hope you enjoy your coverted title. I think I said it right, right? Yeah, coverted? Yeah. Not, not converted, coverted. No? I think it's still wrong. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch the show. If, if it turns out Dave Navarro was saying it wrong, I'm going to be really pissed. Because I just remember him saying it like two hours ago when I was watching the show. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, so I, regardless. God, I guess that stops saying regardless. It's, it's almost my uh word now. You know what I mean? Everyone has their word that they use when they don't know what to say. For the vast majority of people, it's um. Uh, but there are people that use all kinds of other words. It's fun what, finding what someone's word is and uh, and watching for it. Uh, but... Uh, Regardless, it's starting to become one of mine. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? I mean, we still don't have uh, fucking uh, fights. 
I think the first fight is this Saturday, right? We're going to actually have fights again. Oh, shit. Let's look this up. I totally forgot that we talked about MMA on this show. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, let's see. Going over to the MMA playground. And it's going to be coming up for us this Saturday. It's got to be this Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. They can't still be denying us MMA. Yes. Uh, UFC fight night. Holloway versus Cotter. Oh, that should be fun. Um I believe that's the first one of the uh, Fight Night, uh, um, excuse me, Fight Island series, which will be awesome. Um, this one has Max Holloway, like as like I said, versus Calvin Cater, Carlos Condit. Holy shit! Uh, fighting Matt Brown. Oh fuck! Well, there's a there's a, a awesome fight of two basically over the hill uh, tough as shit fighters. That'll be great to see. Uh, I don't even really care about the rest of the fucking card after that. Holy shit! Right. Uh, people with hard to pronounce names, uh, people whose names I've never seen before. The quality drops pretty quick after that. I mean, if she, I'm sure there'll be some good fights, but, uh, you know, it's the main and co-main events that are really making that show. So I'll be looking forward to that one in a couple of days. Cause I think I still have my ESPN plus subscription active. So we'll be able to get some good use out of that. I don't, then after that, there's another one, the, the Saturday after that, the 20th. I don't know. That's not the Saturday. This is five, five days from now. So, no, it is a Saturday. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Let's see. Yeah, the 16th and then the 20th. Okay, something is not right there. <laughs> what I'm looking at is, uh, you know, it's okay. The next event says uh, that it's, you know, on Saturday. Um, come on. Get back to it. it says it's on Saturday, uh, January 16th. And event picks lock out in one day and 17 hours right so then i go to the next one which says saturday the 20th but it says event picks locks out in five days 23 hours and 43 minutes i don't think that works out right <laughs> shouldn't it be more than that yeah yeah i'm right okay whatever <laughs> and that one looks interesting that that's uh one i'm looking forward to because my friend roxy is going to be fighting on that one uh roxanne Matafari. um and i'm watching her um Facebook and Twitter accounts uh, uh, to see what's going on. She's flying to that fight Island shit. And uh, it's really interesting. It, it's the, thank God for, for one thing, they flew her in a business class. Uh, and she said, it's for, she said it was the first time she'd ever flown business class. It was kind of cool looking. Uh, and then when they got her to her, um, to fight Island, she had to quarantine for 48 hours. So they put her in a room and her room was kind of cool. They like drew on different spotlight. Uh, You'd have to see her account stuff. Like one of the cool things was that they someone made a, a, a chocolate octagon with her and her opponent in it, like and completely made out of chocolate, little figurines of her and her opponent, and like a section of the cage, <laughs> which she put in the closet because she didn't want the temptation of eating it. And uh, so I, I haven't. She hasn't got back to me on this question, but I asked her um, what she felt about uh, how she felt about going to Fight Island because I knew that from speaking with her previously. She didn't want to go. Um, her last couple of fights have been at the uh, UFC Apex Performance Center uh, Arena, whatever you want to call it, that little one. Uh, but it's the reason she likes it is because it's in Vegas and like a 10-minute trip from her house. <laughs> so it, it's a very comfortable fight for her. She does all of her pre-fight uh, stuff at her home gym with all of her regular trainers and all that good stuff. So she had enjoyed those past couple of fights and had not really been interested in going to fight island for obvious reasons well it's she finally uh, drew a fight island uh, card and had to go there so I, I asked her on her facebook if she still felt the same way uh but or if now that she was there if she was ha that she was happy that they booked her for fight island because it looked like a really interesting place so she'll get back to me at some point or another me and roxy are like this and i know you can't see it but i'm like holding two fingers like really close together because that's really symbolic of our relationship. <laughs> uh, uh, Sly Dog said chocolate uh, decorating is very mis Middle Eastern. Yeah, they ha had a, you know, I'm going to go to her account and look at a couple of the pictures because it's really interesting. Uh, they're definitely trying to make the um, fighters feel welcome. I don't know if it's just like a thingy. Uh, I got to look at it to give you a better idea of what I'm talking about. Give me just a second to get there. <laughs> ah, here we go. <clears throat> yeah, you know, like they they use um they used a uh, 
like wet dry erase uh, markers on like the mirrors and stuff to draw to write out a welcome for her welcome the happy warrior to fight island and then uh like they wrote on the uh countertop um like instructions read this pointing to a pamphlet eat this pointing toward the chocolate ready to fight you know it, it, you know, it looks like they're doing an interesting job for the um hospitality portion portion of the uh, fighters being there so and it does look like they got she, like she's got a room and she's quarantining with like one of her uh, training uh coaches so they put in two rooms they put two beds in there and then like uh, they threw like this gigantic like gym mat thing on the uh, on the floor for her and it looks like it looks like a good setup uh, which has to make uh a, a little better the fact that you had to fly on a plane for like 27 hours or some shit like that it's it's a ridiculously long time to get over there I, I that was why I was glad she to see that she got business class because you know uh, unfortunately her uh, coaches did not get business class and holy fuck can you I don't I can't even remember how much it is how I mean how far it is how long it was let's see let's look it up on Google how long to fly from Vegas to East Island. <laughs> Uh, it didn't help me at all, oh, fuckers. Uh, come on, you guys. Do any of you guys know what uh, um, country that technically is? Fight Island. It's Yaz Island, the something Emirate. God, I'm I'm so bad at this shit, this geography stuff. Oh well, I, I can't remember, so we'll just move on. Since you guys don't seem really interested in it, anyways. And Rock G said, "Did we give Jay shit for?" missing yesterday's show uh, you don't need to give me shit i was <laughs> i felt shitty enough uh, i seriously uh, just out running errands and stuff i was on the other side of fucking town i look at the clock and i'm like it's like 5 30 5 45 and i'm clear on the other side of town <laughs> in rush hour too in, in detroit and rush uh, detroit rush hour is nothing amazing compared to most cities but still it's more traffic than any other time it's not fun to drive in so yeah i kind of fucked that one up guys it was completely my fault <laughs> yeah slide dog did an informal show i well, i joined it as soon as i got home and it was way better than my normal shows so <laughs> i'm really hoping sly and uh, uh jitsu call in fairly soon so we can you know light this one off because it's still a holding pattern waiting for entertaining guests <laughs> oh let's see what else do we have to talk about today while we're waiting for the cool people to show up come on cool people i see you there in, in there in the chat box you know you can call in whenever you want Oh, oh, thank you, uh, Rihanna. Yeah, the UA, UAE, the United uh, um, uh, Arabic Emirates. No, that's not it. The uh, the Arab, oh, United Arab um, Emigrate. No, I don't shit. <laughs> oh, and Sly's going to call and help me out with this. Hey, Sly. United Arab Emirates. Thank you. Uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, yeah. How long would it fly, take to fly there? Oh, Sly. <laughs> Sly's in and out just like that. All right, thanks, Sly. I can look it up from here. I wanted to get him to, um, to Abu Dhabi. That's a fun word to say. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi Island. 19 hours and 10 minutes to fly from Las Vegas to Abu Dhabi. So that's what her coaches did. And if you put me in a economy flight for 19 hours, I hope you have a coffin at the end of the other end of that trip because I'm a fucking dead man. I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I, I'd have to fuck. I don't know. I, I'd be getting up and trying to stretch a lot. I don't. I assume they don't want too much of that on a flight because you can't have a couple hundred people walking around stretching on a plane. Uh, I don't know how I deal with it. I really don't. I mean, uh, heaven help me if I'm ever put in a situation where I have to fly an economy for 19 or 20 hours. I can't even, I can't do a car ride for 19 or 20 hours to get, you know, and you don't get much more comfortable than like a car seat. Really. It's designed for you to sit, to sit in it for long periods of time, you know, and, 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 you know, in every car ride I've ever had, I had plenty of leg room cause I didn't have anyone behind me so I could put the seat back. So it was the most comfortable position possible. And like a 20 hour car ride fucked me up, dude. I mean, it seriously fucked me up. And that was when I was way younger. Uh, 
Like I walked, I walked around funny for fucking two days. <laughs> uh, and that was, I was like, I said, that was in 20, my twenties and stuff. Um, and shit, that wasn't even, that was, that was just a 14 hour trip to fucking, uh, from Detroit to Omaha. <laughs> my new friends that I met in Omaha thought I had like some sort of disability cause I was walking around funny. I'm like, like of a weird limp and shit. I'm like, no dude, I was in a fucking car for 14 hours, dude. I'm going to be fucked up forever. I think it only ended up being a day or two, just long enough for me to, you know, get the ride back and have it be fucked up for another couple of days. Uh, 20 hours in like economy class seats. God, dude, that's seriously nightmare shit. <laughs> have any of you guys done that? I know I'm not the only person of exceptional size here. So, um, have any of you guys done like really, really uh, long periods in airplanes and in, in economy seating? Uh, I assume anybody who's ever been in the military, that's probably a yes. Cause, <laughs> cause, uh, or, you know, or at least in certain aspects of the military, cause I've seen them uh, get packed into those planes pretty good. Uh, that must be not fun. Sly dog said nine hours. Oof. Oh, Rena said 13, 15 hours to Hong Kong. That's a bad one. Never again. Yeah. Um, would you go again if you could get an upgraded seat to like, uh, um, uh, you know, like business or, or first class Rena? Uh, Dragonoff said 13 hours to Thailand. Ooh, that's a rough one too. Yeah. As I said, my longest uh, flight has been four and a half hours. My longest, uh, continuous car ride was 14 hours although you know i've done like 24 hours of split in two days excuse me rock rock g says he even hates flying east coast at 6-1 i could not do it your height jay yeah um it's not fun <laughs> arena says no they're arbitrarily detaining canada canadians in china uh, i mean um Outside of that, would you uh, the don't don't take the destination into consideration? Would you do an, a fifteen hour flight again if you had like better seats than you did this time? And yes, I think we can all agree, fuck China. <laughs> yes, slide. That's uh, Walter's like fuck Canada. I can't say fuck Canada. I live too close. If I if we pissed them off too bad, they're gonna invade, and I'd right, be right on the front line and shit. <laughs> oh, a second, I need a drink of water. Yeah, I live in the Detroit area. Way too close to those dirty Canadians. I can hear them over there. They're going to invade us. They really are. It's going to happen. Did you know that 90% of Canadians, uh, Canada's population lives within 50 miles of the American border? Mm-hmm. They're all just massing up against our border waiting to invade. Dude, I shit you not. I'm here in Detroit. In the middle of the night, it's really quiet. You can hear them from across the river, sharpening up their skates, getting ready to come over. Fucking inflict us with their maple syrup and mooses. <laughs> uh, Rock G says there's nothing but a lake between me and Canada. The only thing between me and Canada is the Detroit River, which you can swim if you're really uh, athletic. It's people do it. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> nothing else. I don't. You know, um, it's a pretty active channel. You might get hit by a boat. <laughs> If you listen carefully, you can hear grad one dropping stone weights. <laughs> uh, shit, boys. Um, I've been trying to uh, find voiceover work again, looking just in various channels, begging on Twitter. Um, so if anybody needs me to say words, keep that in mind. Uh, I do that. <clears throat> Although today my voice is sounding kind of scratchy, isn't it, folks? I don't know. I think that's probably too much wax. Uh, you would think it adds to the character, but I imagine it's just scratchiness. <laughs> oh, Arena says, sorry, I hired Ardot. He, oh, yeah, I don't blame you. He had such a much better voice. <laughs> Dude had a good voice. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I could tell he was, whenever someone came on the show and, and complimented me on my voice, I think he died a little inside. <laughs> Because uh, I think he, I, I I do believe he thought he had a really good voice, and he's got a good voice. But I I, I do believe mine's probably a little better, just from what people have told me. Uh, I still hate the sound of it myself, and that's something I've said on the show before. For any of you guys that are new and you want to do a show, go do your fucking show. Don't worry about what you sound like. You sound awesome. Okay, listen, I sound fucking horrible in my head. 
right now when I'm speaking to you, I don't sound like how you tell me I sound. In my head, I sound pretty high-pitched. I sound pretty high-pitched. I sound really fucking nasally. Uh, and these are things that I hear when I go back and listen to it. So I know it's not just because your voice sounds different on the inside of your head as the outside of your head. When I go back and listen to my podcast, I sound fucking horrible. I have no clue why you people listen to this shit. So on the other hand, you guys have told me over and over hand, I've got a good voice. So I can't believe that I have several thousand people fucking with me. So, <laughs> so it must be true. Those things being the case that I know I sound horrible and I know everyone else thinks I sound good makes me think everyone thinks their voice sounds horrible. So if you're out there and you want to do a podcast, but you don't think your voice sounds good, go for it, dude. You, you got this shit. You know, speaking of which, where the fuck are you at Jitsu? I saw you lurking around there earlier. You were talking about doing your own fucking podcast. How about you come on and practice for a bit? We can talk about drugs or strippers or shit. Those are always fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see tenors on there. So speaking about Jitsu, saying he always bags on his voice. You dude, you got your voice is fine. Um, there's a bazillion voices out there. Not everyone's going to have a deep radio announcer voice. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not a good voice. A fucking look at the voice actors in general. There's a huge range of them, and they're all and they're all good voices, and they're all necessary. So you know, bring your voice out, people. Especially you, Jitsu. <laughs> you got great stories. I like everyone's, you know, I like everyone has great stories here. It's one of the great things I love about uh, doing this show is all you guys that call in or uh, fucking carry the show. Basically, I just go, hi, I'm Passive J. And then someone calls in and, you know, I sit back and let them tell, tell stories and shit. It's great. Anyways, uh, since I'm not going to bait any of you guys into calling in, I guess I should probably find something to actually talk about, which is fine. Um. For any of you guys who are on the Discord channel earlier, you saw the super duper adorable video I posted of my little dog, Sadie. <laughs> and yes, that's what we're going to talk about, I guess. I, I have a little uh, Chihuahua Pitbull mix. She's 75% Chihuahua, 25% Pitbull, 100% fucking adorable. Uh, she looks like a roided out Chihuahua. Her name is Sadie, and she loves people. She loves everybody. She doesn't have any of the small dog uh, problems that you normally get with uh like the breeds that are under 20 pounds. She's not scared of anybody. She just wants to love on people. Her favorite thing is to crawl up into your lap and force her way in, force her way into your face area and lick your face. And for a 18 pound dog, she is extremely strong. So, <laughs> but that's so, so a, a lot of the day hanging out with Sadie is holding her off with both hands while she hovers above your face, trying to lick you. Um, this is like one of her favorite things. I don't know why she gets this obsession with licking people. She wants your face, but she'll lick your hand or wherever. Um, and I know some dogs do it, but she'll do it for hours. Literally. <laughs> My wife has fallen asleep with the dog licking at her and woke up with a sore on her leg. <laughs> the dog would lick her for like two hours. Um, but I caught her today on my lap. Uh, wife's out of town. So the dogs are needy. Uh, so Sadie was on my lap sleeping and she likes licking people's faces so much. She started dreaming about licking. <laughs> She's literally like lying there and you can see her, like her jaws start flexing a little bit and just sort of like <laughs> and next thing you know, she's straight flat out trying to lick in her sleep. It was fucking adorable. I put it on my YouTube account. You guys should go look at it. Uh, fucking, you know, I know I put all kinds of dog shit on there. Most of it's only adorable to me, but I dare you to watch that and say, it's not goddamn adorable. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> You know, but of course, you know, dogs and pets, like people's kids, are always adorable to them. To other people, not so much sometimes. I mean, I know my pets are, you know, clearly an exception to the rule and they should be adorable to everybody. Um, but I know that's not the case. Uh, you know, kids fucking, of course, you think your kids are adorable. That's a survival mechanism. If, if genetics didn't make you think your kids are adorable, you'd drown the little fucking brats in a lake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's seriously it's 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 like a a nature thing to make for you to make your you know, think that your kids are cute. Trust me, your friends don't think your kids are cute. Your kids think your your friends think your kids are smelly, uh, mischievous little fucking morons, <laughs> almost to a T. Trust me, your your friends don't like your kids. <laughs> but you know, uh, but you do. You know, and that's how I feel about my dogs. I love them to death. I think they're the best dogs ever. I realize that. Other people might have another opinion. I mean, they're good dogs. They don't try to bite or anything like that, but they're very much needy in your face, want to be on your lap. You know, you have to be petting me kind of dogs. And some people would hate that shit. 
Sly dogs. Like, um, have you seen my kids? No, I have not, Sly. Uh, I, I've, you told me a couple stories about them, but, you know, um, and, and your kids are adults from what I understand. It doesn't count anymore. <laughs> See, the, uh, but, and, and, and by the way, that is true. The entire, you know, you seeing your kids through rose-colored glasses normally fades around 18 or 19 or so. So, like, if you... <laughs> When the party's over, you know, when you got someone living in your basement, you know, and not contributing, then all of a sudden they're not adorable. They're a fucking damn nuisance. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking about shit I don't know nothing about, really. I don't have kids. Uh, so I, and I don't know how other people judge your kids. I'm just making shit up here, really. Hmm. Oh, that's right. You did, Sly. That's right. Well, yeah. Um, well, I, I don't like to, you know, talk on that too much because because if i remember correctly your daughters were hot and, <laughs> and you're you're kind of a scary dude so we i didn't want to go into that conversation <laughs> so but yeah no you're you're right your your daughters are very cute so but yeah i mean but i'm sure they were hellions when they were kids weren't they uh most kids are i assume uh the quiet uh, obedient kids probably the the exception to the rule which, once again, I don't know. I don't have kids. <laughs> People are like, you're going to regret not having kids, Jay. Well, of course I am. When I'm fucking 80 and I don't have anyone to take care of me, up until then, it's going to be pretty fucking awesome, though. I don't know how you guys do it. Kids seem so fucking expensive. I barely get by with no kids. You guys get. You guys have many kids. And don't tell me tax write-off, because I, I know that helps some shit, but that, uh, your tax, you get your taxes back does not pay for that kid. Holy shit, they're expensive. You know, I just, I just look, uh, you know, watch uh, the moms wandering around the stores and the grocery stores. I swear I'm not walking around looking at their asses, uh, but I occasionally um, look in their carts and there's so much bullshit in there for kids. And, you know, then you got to buy them clothes and I suppose they got to go to the doctor occasionally. Right. So you got to have insurance firm and shots and damn, it's, it's like having a pet that you, that, that you have like legal responsibility to take care of. So yeah, I don't, I don't want any kids. <laughs> yeah. Tender says, I've got a 19 year old, smart as fuck, socially, socially awkward, and a little smelly. <laughs> I think most boys, is it a boy? Most boys are at that point. Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I remember a couple of my friends growing up uh, in the 17 to 19 year old age where they're out, hardcore partiers at that point, not socially awkward, but fucking. You know, to the point where oh, we've been out partying for three days. I'm like, yeah, dude, you need to go home and party in the shower for a while, sir. Uh, Rena says, my dog stinks, but it's cuter than a kid and doesn't turn into a teenager. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah my dogs aren't stinky normally because they're pretty small, but uh, I have noticed one of them has uh, gas the past couple days. <laughs> so that's been pretty bad. But it's a small dog, so it passes really quickly. So you'll be sitting there, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Oh my God, someone shit their pants. Oh, okay, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> I don't think they put out a lot of volume, just a little toot. But I just say, if if, uh, if I was standing up and they were on the ground, I probably wouldn't even notice. But with them hanging out in your lap, you kind of get a face full. Oh, Rena says Chihuahua's fart a lot. Oh, really? Was that? Because my other dog's a Chihuahua as well. Um so, uh, and she is the normal culprit, uh, as opposed to Sadie, who has uh, had the problem this time. Basically, it's whichever one managed to catch uh, the cat's uh, wet food on the ground before I could pick it up. Because that's that's their favorite thing, to eat that fucking shit. And I fail. I fail. I've got like a 50% fail rate for making sure they don't get that food. Because Sam, what he does, he'll bug you for some canned food. So you'll put the canned food down. He'll eat about, you know, five or 10 bites and then he'll walk away. And you're like, oh, fuck. So then you pick, pick it up and put it away. 10 minutes later, he'll come back and bug you for more of his food. He'll put it back down there. He'll have like another 10 or 20 bites and walk it away. And now you're getting frustrated. So you put it up again. He comes back. You, he bugs you. You will ignore him because you're tired of this shit. You're, you know, he bugs you some more. You ignore him some more because, you know, you stand firm on this shit, dude. You, you know, you can't, be, you're not a slave to this fucking cat. Uh, he bugs you some more. You say, fuck it. You give him his food again. Now you put it right here next to you. Uh, uh, on the floor next to your chair so you know that uh, fucking the dogs aren't going to get it and you just leave it there because you're tired of fucking picking it up and putting it down, picking it up and putting it down. About two minutes later, you hear <laughs> and realize at the last second that that's not the sound the 
cat makes when he eats its food. Look down, and the dog just finished off the rest of the fucking cat food. <laughs> All the time. And it's horrible for fucking ca- uh, dogs. Cat food. Cat, dogs, strange, cats, strangely enough, can eat dog food. My, and my cat will eat the dog's dog food occasionally. Uh, and it won't harm them any. Supposedly, you can't feed dogs cat food at all. Not dry, not canned, nothing. And I don't know about health-wise, long-term, it certainly fucks up their stomach. Uh, <laughs> uh, we put down a, um, a pad at night uh, to, because uh, they're little tiny dogs with little tiny bladders, uh, to make sure you know that there's no accidents. Nine times out of ten, they don't use it, and they'll come running for the back door when you get up in the morning and go out and potty. But every once in a while, they'll come out and use the pad, and I'd rather have them there, or have the pad there than not. So, uh, and that's when I know someone's the other way I know that someone is eating the uh, cat's food because someone will come out there and do a diarrhea shit. Right, <laughs> they never shit inside. They'll pee occasionally. They never shit inside. They don't. They don't like. They don't like pooping on the pad for some reason. Uh, but you feed some of them some of that canned cat food half the time in the middle of the night. They'll run out in there and poop on that pad, and then you're like, "Oh fuck me! It just got a giant diarrhea mess." <laughs> Like, damn, dude, you couldn't have saved that for outside, huh? Oh, well, I guess the pad's better than the fucking carpet, so. <laughs> uh, so th- that's why I try to avoid the meat and cat food. Let's see. Jitsu says, oh, there you are, Jitsu. You fuck, I was trying to get you on the show earlier. Uh, says, my kid has more witticisms than homeboy and is more understandable. Well, of course. And that's without a diarrhea shit. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, and Tenor's talking about uh, his standard pool, poodle, which are weird as fuck looking, but are awesome. Uh, I've heard so many good things about them. I was always uh, not a fan of them because I think they look fucking silly, not to be mean. <laughs> but from what, what I understand, as far as like their actual uh, personality traits and all that good stuff, they're great dogs. You could come up, you could call on the show and talk about it, asshole. I don't want. I don't know why I do that. It's, it's, I don't think that's like the correct, the correct bait to get people on the show, by the way. To call them names. It's yeah, it hasn't worked so far. Maybe I'll maybe I'll use a different tactic. Oh uh Tenor just said when when the standard poodles are shaved, they look weird. But grown out, they look cool as fuck. I don't know. Let me see. I just don't I I don't like curly hair breeds for some reason. I never liked the way they looked. Um like yeah, like the a lot of the curly haired terrier breeds, not a big fan of those. Uh Standard poodle uncut. Oh, I misspelled poodle. That's not that's not what we're looking for. Hold on. <laughs> oh Jesus. I'm side note, I'm glad I'm circumcised. <laughs> okay, standard poodle uncut. Oh, that's kind of cool. They uh yeah, they look a lot more like a uh, um one of those, like a shaggy dog, like a herding dog. I can't remember the specific breed I'm thinking of, but you know, with the with the uh, face all grown out like that. Fucking racist. Why am I racist? Just because I'm glad I'm circumcised. I think that that, that the entire sweater penis thing looks kind of weird. Oh, English sheepdog. Yes, thank you, uh, Rock G. Yeah, apparently a standard poodle. If you don't shave, it looks like an English sh- uh, sheepdog. And was way better than, than the shaved poodle look. You are 100% right, uh, Tenor. I apologize. That's a completely different looking dog when you don't shave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, I don't like curly haired dogs, but that's a way better example of it when it's not shaved like that. So um, I still wouldn't go for it myself because, uh, like, as I mentioned, I don't like curly haired dogs. But uh, the unshaved poodle is a way better improvement. Um, I don't have a ton of experience with dogs long-term. I have a ton of experience with them short-term working for the Michigan Humane Society. But as far as pets go, I, I had a couple when I was very young. I, I want to say like, you know, um, supposedly, actually, let me rephrase that. Supposedly, I had a couple when I was very, very young. My, my mom tells me we had like a German Shepherd when I was like four or five, but someone sold it. Um, but after that, we didn't have a pet until I was, like, want to say like eight or nine. Then we had a series of like two or three dogs that we had for a couple of years. Um, the first of which was Paco, which is a Skipperkey dachshund mix. Uh, we named her Paco, not because we're racist, <laughs> but because her the name that they'd given her at the shelter was Pocket, and we just shortened it to Paco. She's a little 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 dog. Uh, I love that dog to death. Um, my mom wasn't a big fan of it, and she ended up getting rid of it when the dog was like four or five years old. 
And that was pretty much the uh, the process that happened with all the pets I had when I was a kid. You know, or, or which which wasn't a lot. Like I said, we went through about three dogs in about a five year period. And what the, my mom would get the dog. Um, we would have a dog for a couple of years. My mom would decide she didn't like the dog and get and turn it into the shelter, which was not a happy thing for me, by the way. I, I don't recommend that doing that to your kids, <laughs> uh, especially Paco. Paco bothered me the most because we got her when she was just like a straight up a puppy. The other two we got when they were like young adult dogs. Um, so, uh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I made myself sad. <laughs> uh, oh. Tanner saying my dog, the, the standard pull, uh, poodle would bully me because I'm too beta. I am not beta, dude. I am alpha as fuck in person, dude. You step up to me, I will probably knock you the fuck out. Um, but here on the internet, I want to be nice and gentle and kind. You know, that's why I want to be passive because in real life, I'm so fucking hard. <laughs> I don't think anybody's buying that shit, really. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. Let's go and see what the OG's talking about. OG, OG, let's see, let's see. Oh, they're talking about taxes going up. I imagine my taxes probably won't go up. I mean, they might, I suppose it's possible. Um, but, you know, when they, when they talk about the Democrats raising taxes on anybody, aren't they talking about people that make over $100,000 a year? Because... Um, um, I don't, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I, as much as, uh, people talk about, uh, politics and how, if this person wins, these people, these things are going to happen. Or if that person wins, these things are going to happen for a person like me. I don't honestly think it fucking matters all that much. I'm a little person with little money and, you know, but I, but I'm also not like poverty level poor. So I like, I don't qualify for any government assistance sort of things. And I don't think I'll ever make enough money for the tax changes that they bounce back and forth to really truly affect me. Um, so that's why one of the reasons why I'm kind of indifferent on politics in general. Uh, <laughs> politics are for people that have big and important lives. I don't have a big important life. I just have this little shit going on. What you guys decide for your politics really isn't going to affect me is that much, I don't think. At least I hope not, because <laughs> you guys are going crazy with all this politics shit back and forth. God knows what's going to happen fucking next. <sighs> Sly Dog asks if it's comfortable or uncomfortable to take long rides on the tricycle. I um, My longest ride on the tricycle was about an hour. My back was a little sore from bending over it, but not too terribly bad. But um, I haven't been able to do more than an hour or so because my legs. I got that after the uh, cancer shit. I've never been able to build my legs back up properly. Sly dog, Jay, would you rather eat 10 bats from Wuhan or your cat? Um, we're going to pass on that question. Uh, Tanner asked how many speeds are on that thing. One, it's just a single speed. Uh, it's also fucking heavy as fuck. It seriously weighs like 45 pounds. <laughs> so uh, you know, on, on level ground, it's not too bad. But pu pushing that thing up a hill is actually a pretty good uh, exercise. I... Uh, and heaven help you if you're trying to ride it on like gravel or some shit like that. It wouldn't work at all. Someone told me I should buy one of those like electric uh, uh, tricycles. You know, the ones where uh, the assist on them so you can pedal if you want to. Or you could just have it go along or have it give you assistance so you pedal a little bit and it pushes along some by its own as well. But those are expensive as holy fuck. I, I think like a, uh, you know, it, those type of bikes are expensive and tricycles are obviously even more expensive. I think the cheapest one you can get is like $3,000. <clears> and if I was filthy fucking rich, I'd go ahead and buy one. But that's the sort of thing, well, for $3,000, I'll just take the manual one and not go as far before I get tired. <laughs> you know, I don't need to fucking travel all around town on my tricycle. I mean, I ride around for fucking exercise, but when I get tired, I go home and there you go. There's your exercise. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't need to go like 50 miles on my tricycle. <sighs> Sly dogs. Jay, full bush, landing strip or smooth? Um, probably smooth. Uh, landing Smith's in second place, obviously. You're talking about uh, um, where to land a plane, right? I'd rather go like on a full smooth ice field for my first choice. Um, 
and or a landing strip uh, for my second choice to uh, uh, land a plane. And obviously, you don't want to land in a bush unless it's an, unless it's an emergency, really. But uh, thank you for the, the interesting question. Jay, would you rather go down on a high-end smoking hot call girl in her as her last date of the night or get blown by a $25 street corner hooker as her first John of the night? Jesus Christ, guys. What, you, what kind of fucking show is this turning into? Um, oh, I would definitely, I'd go with, I'd go with the $25 street hooker over that. I'm not, I'm not putting my mouth anywhere near uh, any kind of a, a call girl or, or escort or, or hooker of high end or low end. Never know where that shit's been. Uh, although for a twenty five dollars street hooker, I'll be going. I'll be first time. I'll be rooting for a uh, a, a covered blowjob, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know. Can you get, you can catch shit from a blow just a blowjob uncovered? I would assume I would be I'd be wearing a fucking condom just in case because I haven't done my research. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. What else we got to talk about? We haven't really talked about anything tonight. I just fucking making shit this up. Making this shit up. Great, I'm going to get dyslexic now. That's what I need on top of everything else. I need to be dyslexic. That's what... <laughs> oh, here's something. The chase. I don't... Um, you've heard, You guys have heard me complain about my financial situations lots of times. You heard me complain about um, being laid off early and the decisions the governor has made concerning the, uh, like what's open and closed here many times. And I'm going to complain about it again. But in this case, I'm not complaining for myself. As Because of the financial decisions I've taken, um, I'm going to do okay. We're at a point where the club would only be using me for like parties and stuff anyways. Um, so this is not so much for me, although this is hurting me financially as well, obviously. Um, but there's people out there that are fucked. They, they decided to close the restaurants for another two weeks. So they're, they're not going to open them for inside dining until February 1st. They closed them like November 11th, November 15th, something like that. So November, December, January. February they closed it for fucking three months three months think about your job can you go with your job for three months and yeah they got some unemployment but up until like two weeks ago it was they'd already they'd already knocked it back down to like the 360 dollars so there wasn't any bonuses or anything like that I think that starts again like this week um but still even that uh $360 plus that $360 that's $660 do any of you make $660 a week um if you do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's it's not horrible money, but it's not great money. I, I know lots of people that make more money than that. I make more money than that, um, and I don't make shit. Um, so there's these all these people are just suffering, and, and lots of them. And once again, back to the unemployment thing, people are like, oh, they can collect unemployment. Lots of them aren't getting it, or they're having issues with it. Like I know someone; they showed me their fucking uh, unemployment thing. They have like all of these unemployment things completed, but not paid off. She has 16 fucking thousand dollars in unemployment gathered up, sitting there waiting for a supervisor to push a button and say, yes, because it has all this stuff, you know, uh, it, it, you know, it says certification approved pending certification approved pending when you look at her site. And so she's had all of these, you know, been unemployed all this time and all this stuff's supposed to be paid to her, but because all these people are collecting at the same time, it's fucking up the system. <coughs> And, you know, and she's been like this for a while. It totally ruined her Christmas. You know, she's fucking, she already lost her car. Uh, she's working on getting kicked out of her apartment and fucking, and then, then you see, oh yeah, another two weeks and people, and, and people make light of it. It's like, oh, it's only another two weeks. It's, you know, uh, it, it's light at the end of the tunnel, you know, fucking that's another two weeks for people that have been out for fucking three months. God damn it, dude. It's got to end. I realize this COVID shit's a, a big deal and people are getting sick, but you're ruining people's lives on maybe sometimes. Hold on a second. I need to drink of water. I'm making myself upset. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, hmm. <sighs> yeah, anyway, so... 
Uh, heck, I know I know a stripper that's in a horrible position like that just because um, on top of everything else, I don't think she probably declares a lot of her money. So she's, you know, I don't even, she might not even max out the feeble unemployment that uh, Michigan gives. And once again, she's she's another one uh, that has trouble getting the unemployment. They, they supposedly owe her a lot uh, that she hasn't got. I don't know. can't speak on hers because, you know, I don't know her as well. And uh, I didn't see her paperwork. But the one girl that I was talking to, a friend of mine, she works at a fucking landscaping company. She, you know, she digs up fucking, you know, plants, flowers and does land landscaping and shit like that for a living. So, um, I have no clue why she is not getting, uh, unemployment like she should, but she isn't. And there's tons of people out there caught, like fell through the cracks in the system, suffering day after day because politicians want to lock all this shit down. And I, I don't want to try to judge a politician because they do a hard job and I wouldn't want to do it. Um, but it's, seems like it's pretty easy for them to make those kind of decisions when it doesn't affect them on a personal level. Oh, well, whatever. We know I don't talk politics that often, so we'll move off of that subject. <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, burpee. I can't believe I'm just burpee, to be honest with you. I had Taco Bell today. I had Taco Bell for my lunch. Um, and it was horribly disappointing. I've always said Taco Bell is the best fucking ta uh, fast food because you, uh, they can't fuck it up. You know, uh, as long as it comes to you semi-warm, they can't fuck it up. <laughs> you know, it's just beef and it's beef and cheese and fucking lettuce and sour cream and uh, on whatever type of tortilla that you want it on. And that's pretty much it. Um, and I can't say that they fucked it up today. I, I just didn't enjoy it that much. Like I had a, uh, uh, a beef burrito supreme, uh, two beef burrito supremes, excuse me, and a uh, um, soft taco supreme. And I ate like one and a half of the burrito supremes and I was done. I never even touched a soft taco supreme uh, because they forgot to give me fucking hot sauce. Um, uh, and I didn't really enjoy it that much. It was okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my taste buds are changing. It makes me sad to think that I don't enjoy Taco Bell anymore. That was always like my as I mentioned before, like the go-to because you can't fuck it up. Um, other other fast foods, they can. It's hit and miss. Well, you know, um, someone's saying Del Taco smokes Taco Bell. We don't have one of those around here. Or if they do, it's in like not a conveniently, it's not a, not a bunch of them um, and nowhere that I know of. So they might not be a Michigan thing at all. <clears throat> um, to, but I guess it doesn't surprise me because your tastes change. At one point, my favorite fucking restaurant was White Castle. Oh, God damn it. I love some White Castle. Those fucking oniony, fucking steam grilled, fucking. Oh, man. I eat fucking a 10 pack of them. God damn it. I love them. Um, oh, Slice says there's a, a Del Taco off of Woodward near 11 Mile. Oh, yeah. See, I haven't been down that way in a little bit. I wasn't watching for um, Del Tacos either. Uh, but yeah, you know, like White Castle. God, I used to love White Castle. I would knock that fucking shit out. Um, Another one that I enjoyed, mostly because of how goddamn cheap it was, uh, and I don't know if there's any around at all. Uh, I don't. I assumed it was a fucking franchise, but I've only ever seen one, and it was in Pontiac, and it's closed now. It was called In and Out Burger, and you could get like full sized hamburgers, well, fast food size full size hamburgers for like fifty nine cents. I say that because you you, know, you could get hamburgers from white castles that were like 39 or 49 or 15 cent, 59 cents, but they were little tiny ones. You get full like McDonald's, uh, cheeseburger size, um, cheeseburgers from in and out burger for 59 cents. So they're almost half the price of a fucking McDonald's cheeseburger. Um, ah, oh, Jitsu worked at an in and out right on, man. Yeah. I think it's a chain in and out burger. Yeah. Uh, uh Jitsu did it have really, really fucking ridiculously cheap hamburgers. Uh, because uh, this this one did it was it was great dude there's the, there was the only one we had was in Pontiac I don't know if there's any uh, others anymore and it's been closed for years and years uh but it was fucking awesome it uh, the that one I didn't get tired of they just went out of fucking business and that was in a ghetto location like I wouldn't go there now probably maybe not in the middle of the day I learned my lesson doing that um in Pontiac there was a white castle that me and my buddy stopped to middle of the day you know it's like two in the afternoon and we're waiting in line. And apparently, uh, the, uh, 
car in front of us had a large order or something like that and they told them to like you know go ahead and move ahead and we'll and you know we'll get you your order and and they just sat there instead so you know, after a couple minutes you know i i, I uh move my car up a little bit to, to get closer to them to let them know there's someone fucking behind them and at, at the time i had my little fiat of the barth uh which if you're not familiar with it it's a little fiat 500 but it's got like the little racing engine and the exhaust and all that good stuff and it's a manual so you know uh, i revved the engine as i was you know moving up and they took offense to that all of a sudden all of a sudden they're like looking back and waving their fist and you know guys opening up the door and putting one foot out and <laughs> and they looked like they were start something when basically the uh manager of the white castle uh leaned her head out and said get the fuck out of my fucking driving get if you want your food get the fuck over there so and i guess they decided they wanted their food more than they wanted to start a fight with us so yeah we pulled up you know and uh and we uh you know got our food and as we were pulling around i i just was debating about whether i wanted to say something to him or not because we were both pissed about it uh, me, me and my buddy were you know uh, i had a friend with me as well and we were we were annoyed by the entire situation because they, they they didn't look too imposing. It looked like two fat chicks and two teenage and two teenage dudes. So we were like, man, you know, I, I, I we got fair chances, yeah. So, but as I as we're pulling around, I decided against it. So I'm rolling up my window, and as we're pulling it around, they've got their window down, and there's this fat chick with a bottle of what looks like yo know, um window cleaner or detergent or whatever it was, like holding it ready. They were gonna spray it out their window into my window as, as I passed by. But since I had my window up and they couldn't do they decided against it. So I'm glad that I decided not to say shit to them because that wouldn't have went the way I had thought it would. But that uh, incident made me decide that uh, that White Castle was not worth going to the ghetto for because there's no White Castles like in good areas around me. They're all in shitty areas for the most part. The well there is one kind of far away in a not shitty area, but you get my point. Yeah. You, know, you, you don't, you're not going to get uh, white castles in most upper class neighborhoods. Um, hmm. Jitsu says probably not the franchise I work for. And maybe I'm remembering the name. I'm wrong. Um, I want to say it was in and out burgers. Oh, well, yeah, but it was a ghetto burger place. Um, there are good burger places around here, by the way, if you want to come to Detroit, um, I'm not a huge burger person, but like the one I know for sure, if you're in for a good, if you're looking for a good burger and it's kind of a white castle style burger, like the steam grill thing, but they're much better and bigger and stuff. Uh, if you're in the Birmingham area, go to a place called uh, Hunter house. Um, it's just, it's like from the fifties and it's like this little fifties style diner stuck in the middle of this upper class suburb. Um, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Spike gets products at the Hunter house that they're fucking great. Um, <clears throat> they they've even got a food truck that we've used for some of the events at my country club. Uh, there are a lot of uh, they're just awesome. Um, Sly, have you had them before, Sly? Uh, I I highly recommend them to anybody's in the Birmingham area, Birmingham area of Michigan. Well, what'd you think, dog? <laughs> oh, so, oh yeah, Sly, you live right by it. Yeah, so you probably had it a whole bunch of times. But you didn't say how, if you liked it or not. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Oh, oh, this slide's calling in right now. We'll finish up the slow with his the show with his Hunter House review. <laughs> oh, so no, that didn't do it. <laughs> That's not what we wanted. Thanks for trying, Sly. <laughs> we'll hear about his opinions on Hunter House maybe tomorrow. Uh, we're going to call it a night, folks. Uh, it has been an hour, so I'm out of here. I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. I appreciate you guys listening in. I appreciate you a little more if you called in, followed Sly's example. Leave me hanging here the entire night. Bunch of fucktards. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. And until next time, I'm Passive J. And you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I wild eat chat. Yeah.